So I went down to Los Angeles about a year ago and briefly met the girl who's going to be on tonight's YFE Chat Live. And in the meantime, I've been really interested in the zero waste movement, this idea that everything in your home can be compostable or, or recyclable, the idea that nothing ends up in a, a landfill at the end of it. So I'm really excited to talk to Christina because that's exactly what she's done creating a biodegradable toothbrush, and her entire company is set for some really big, interesting things. So make sure that you watch the entire 30 minutes. She's gonna talk about getting into Whole Foods too. Tip, very exciting about that. So 30 minutes using the hashtag, hashtag YFE Chat will be right back. This is Jennifer Dono, the host of our weekly YFE Chat Live, the live show that happens every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern here on YFELive.com. Tonight's episode, episode 86, is brought to you by Ovali TV. Ovali believes in building community through shared experiences. We produce professional live webcasts that bring tribes together. And by MailChimp. MailChimp is the best way to design, send, and share email newsletters. You can get started today for free at MailChimp.com. Love those guys. So like I was saying, tonight's episode is episode 86. Last week we had Aaron Condren on. Um, that's episode 85. You can find it on YouTube or on iTunes. And it was a phenomenal interview. She's she's very inspirational. She's created a really unique brand. So hopefully you guys can check that episode out. Tonight's guest is Christina Ramirez, and she is a founder of Plus Ultra, and I believe the website address is liveplusultra.com. You guys can check it out. It's fantastic. Uh, it has a very big mission she's going to be talking about shortly, and right now it looks like she's starting with one product that's exciting. Like I mentioned, it's a biodegradable toothbrush, and she's going to tell us the story behind that shortly. But before we bring Christina on, I wanted to talk about a couple things that are happening with YFE. YFE's mission is really to connect entrepreneurial women in their 20s and 30s through things like this this live webcast or our in-person meetups and one thing uh, that happened yesterday that did that was YFE Vegas Tech thank you to those of you on the chat that were there yesterday really appreciate that Jacqueline Jensen the founder of one of the founders of TicketCake.com she hosted that with Alexia Vernon it was a fantastic show lots of inspiration talking about how to get into a TED talk how to position yourself it was just a great talk so make sure you guys check that out again it's on YouTube YouTube or iTunes. And then also one of the things that's exciting here is that Ovali TV, it's a company that I'm an owner of. Uh, we recently, uh, are, are the hosting division of Ovali was acquired and so we're able to spend a little bit more time on our live webcasting piece. And so one of the things that I'm going to start doing is doing a live daily webcast here on yfelive.com. And so you can find out more about that if you sign up for a mailing list at yfe.me forward slash mailed it. Very excited about that. And then our book club is, of course, happening 
we're reading the thank you economy. It's actually one more question. I'm going to be really sad. Most of all, I'm going to be sad because Stacy Harris isn't going to be hosting anymore. And she's done such a phenomenal job. Let's bring Stacy on because she's got a couple people that she's going to feature. And in just a second, I want to talk about three books that we have the potential for being our next book. So Stacy, before we talk about the next possibility for, um, for YFE, for the Bootstrap Book Club, who are the people you'd like to feature this evening? I am featuring Terry Moore, who is in the chat with us tonight. She has some really great insights. If you guys are not in the book club, in the group, checking out the questions, not not to say that the questions are pretty good, but the answers are awesome. The answers people are getting and the ideas and the inspiration you can get from other people is totally, totally awesome. Uh, also, in addition to Terry Moore, we're featuring Lisa Stein, who also had some really, really great insights in the group. So thank you guys for participating and answering questions. We've had a pretty, um, I think, active group around this book. I think a lot of people have been involved, which has been really cool. Now, let's see if I can pick another winner, because last time we had this conversation about what the next book was going to be, I totally called it. Okay, so Stacey, let's, <laughs> let's talk about the three options. So the first option was Unlabel um, by Mark Echo. And this is a book that, okay, funniest story ever. <laughs> At least I think it's funny. Uh, so the book, uh, our company, I have two partners, and one of them is my dad, who, let me paint a picture, he is... 51, am I allowed to say that? <laughs> he's 51 and he's an engineer. He's kind of a nerdy guy. And he was like, you have to read this book. Well, I didn't really know too much about Echo Brand, but I knew that Echo Brand is for like hip hop culture type young adults. And so I thought it was funny. And then as I start reading it, I laughed even more because <laughs> the guy, he uses the term swag bomb. A couple times and so it's just like oh my gosh I can't believe my dad really loves this book but it was it was an awesome read I, and I don't know his story so it just evolved and it was just a fantastic read listen to that on audible so that's option number one for bootstrap book club we're going to start voting tomorrow morning if you guys make sure you join it's yfe.me forward slash find me in the club the second option is I'll do this one hatching twitter it's a brand new book that came out um nicely around Twitter's IPO. It tells the story of Twitter, and it's a writer from the New York Times, and he, uh, it's not necessarily a bootstrapping story, <laughs> but it does talk about like the pivot behind the podcasting company into Twitter, so that would be interesting. And I'm just starting to read that now, so I don't have any like wise words to say about it. And the third one, gosh, this like, this totally took me by surprise, is The Power of Glamour. It's a beautiful book, and so I wrote all these notes, and I couldn't, I didn't have the heart to actually write them on the page because it's such a pretty book. Um, but anyway, I bought this book because, or I got this book because uh, I thought it was going to be about fashion and beauty, and I just thought it would be an interesting escape from business. It literally blew my mind on the ideas that uh, what glamour means today, reality shows, social media, that type of a thing, and how we market ourselves as a personal brand and our business. And not, I mean, glamour can be found in everything. And so I just, phenomenal book. I'm really excited. I kind of secretly hope that people pick this one. <laughs> but again, all of them I think sound good. So Stacy, what would be your pick? I was, as I said earlier, I was totally gonna go um, Twitter Unhatched, I think is what you call I'm it. I'm excited the title to read is. that book too. I really wanted to read that one, but then you told me in the Facebook group that the Glamour book had totally changed your ideas of social media and, and marketing. And I'm, I'm very intrigued now. 
right? I, I I will I'm I'm good with either one. I know. So I'm I'm excited to see what the book club thinks. I'll write up a little bit more so it's it's more um, you know, understandable, I guess, uh, later on. But so Stacy, where can everyone find you as we're going through this chat? We've we're talking on the chat on yflive.com. Hopefully everyone introduce themselves. We're also on Twitter at we're at Twitter at the hashtag YFE chat, and you can talk to me directly at YF Entrepreneur. Woo! So I'm saying woo way too many times. <laughs> I like it. You're a woo girl now. <laughs> no, I'm not. All right. Well, thank you so much, Stacey. And uh, we'll check back in with you at the end of the cast. See you soon, guys. All right. So everyone, make sure that you're tweeting using um, YFE chat. Tweet all of your takeaways and connect with other entrepreneurial women in their 20s and 30s that way. So uh, let's go ahead and talk about our featured guest, a Los Angeles native, Christina graduated cum laude. Am I saying that right? <laughs> cum laude in 2007 from the University of California. Oh, I graduated in 2007 too. Uh, University of California, Santa Barbara with a BA in Global Studies. It was during her senior year writing course that Christina first imagined the beginnings of what would become Plus Ultra. Tasked with developing a plan for an environmental or philanthropic organization, she developed a vision and business plan for a sustainable toothbrush brand with a philanthropic focus. So, Christina, welcome onto YFE Chat Live. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Hello, thank you. So, uh, you know, I, I gave a brief, a very brief uh, intro of who you are, really. But the big thing here that I'm just so impressed with is that your brand is actually in Whole Foods in a big way. So tell us a little bit about your background, especially in, in relation to Whole Foods and how you got involved with that uh, retailer. Sure. Um, well, hello to the group out there, and um, thank you for having me tonight. And um, I guess it all started in college when I was at UCSB. It was a global studies major, and I was just so passionate about the world, the environment, different cultures. And um, I had a class that told me to create a business plan for a company that was environmental or philanthropic. So I um, did just that, and. Uh, years later, I decided to pick up the business plan again. After I decided to leave the corporate world, I worked for one of the news corporation companies after college, and I consulted various brands um, throughout California, Nevada, and the U.S. Um, with their marketing, promotions, and advertising initiatives. So I helped create campaigns and strategic initiatives for them to reach consumers on a, uh, on a retailer level. So whether it was at home or in a grocery store or in a just any type of shopping environment, I could help them reach that consumer with a message. And um, as soon as I you know, realized that I wanted to take that information, that knowledge that I gained, and use it towards the greater good, I decided to start my company, um, Plus Ultra. So I, um, one of the things that I remember learning at this company no matter how big or small the brand was, was distribution was the hardest thing. You know, whether it was brokers or the companies or distribution companies, um, they always had trouble with retailers. And so that's the first store that I decided to tackle was, you know, work for a company that I wanted my product to live in. And Whole Foods was that company. So I got a job there and um, was a cashier for about a year and uh, presented my product after a lot of development and research and um, learning about what the consumers want and what the trends are, and they loved it. And so they, they, uh, they uh, accepted it regionally, so in 30 stores. So wait, you pitched it 
as a cashier there yes. you were currently a cashier and you I was said a cashier. how did you get that initial pitch meeting did you say hey i'm a cashier and i got a yes. real cool idea for a exactly <laughs> exactly and um it was uh, shortly after that well they loved it um and it was just very new because bamboo was not, you know, on the market at the time for toothbrushes. A completely biodegradable toothbrush didn't exist. So it was something that's been used in Australia and New Zealand. And I was like, listen, this is the next biggest trend. You guys got to get on this now. Let me help. I'm going to take care of this. So um, they gave me the full support and backed me. And that's like one of the best lessons that I've, you know, I can give to, you know, entrepreneurs and young women who are starting in the research stages you know, work for a company that you want your product to be associated with. So that was definitely like a key, like amazing experience. And so um, did you actually think of that then? And just to clarify, when you went to actually get a job at Whole Foods, were you thinking, I want to, this is get what my I, toothbrush in here. That's yeah. crazy. Okay. Very yeah. smart. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's, it's within a company, you know, if you want to learn about it, you should be immersed in it and you should know the environment. You should know the, the experience that you're going to be playing in, you know, from a buyer's perspective to a vendor's perspective, knowing the systems, knowing the consumers and what they demand. It's like, you should know everything about it. So um, I got a job there and I learned about it and, you know, redeveloped and redesigned and made sure that it was, you know, kosher with, uh, with everyone from Whole Foods as a company to what the consumers demanded. So you so. said you're in over 30 Whole Foods. Is that what you were saying? Yes. Is that anywhere specific as far as like a region goes or is that across yes. the Yes. So that's considered the Southern Pacific region. So that's California, Arizona, Nevada, and Hawaii. Does zero, because one of the blogs that I got into, um, I think I was just getting into when I briefly met you was uh, Zero Waste. Um, the, I don't know her name, but the blog is literally called Zero Waste blogspot.com or something like that and she talks about she's that she's in california and i remember she wrote in constantly toothbrushes was a big deal for her and uh, she was getting them shipped in from australia i know she talked about it on like the view and on the today show so with the topic of just like the fact that you're in all of these whole foods have you reached out to to bloggers recently as far as getting your product out there are people able to buy it online or is it really just in the retail store right now yeah, so um, one of the things is, you know, making sure you grow a company sustainably. So we're talking about sustainability, but growing a company sustainably is extremely important, you know, from the startup stage to developing and making sure your factories are ready to set production, making sure that your quality controls are all ready to go, making sure that, you know, all your salespeople, whether that's me only, or a team are ready to act. So, you know, um, we sold out so quickly during our first round of production that we really didn't have time to do any type of marketing or um, PR because they just flew off the shelves. And so we ran a larger production round for a second round and we uh, launched our online website with e-commerce where people can purchase um, a four pack of toothbrushes uh, that will be sent to them. So a year's worth um, because the FDA, or not the FDA, but uh, the American Dental Association says you should buy a new toothbrush every three months. So we made that convenient for consumers that are purchasing online, right there, so you see in the shopping cart, that you can purchase um, a year supply. So that's four toothbrushes for $22, and it takes a convenience um, and just adds it online. So uh, we added that aspect to our, um, our company in April. I love so that So since idea. then... Since then, we've been selling online and in retailers, and we're just starting to 
uh, ramp up marketing and PR um, just because we sell so quickly that we need production time. So we're growing in our third phase of production, which is exciting. Um, but you know, you just got to make sure that you're uh, you're doing things in a way where you can grow and not create a demand that you can't meet. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, as far as uh, Plus Ultra goes, um, well, and I should ask before I do anything else, and uh, you can feel free to just like say no, I'd rather not answer that live. But are you, we were talking about bootstrapping? Are you a bootstrap company? Did you seek outside investment? Was this friends and family? What did that look like? Absolutely. Um, bootstrapping is, in my opinion, the way to go in a lot of different industries. Um, production is, uh, it's a lot easier, I think, to go, well, I, I can't speak to other industries. But for me personally, absolutely, bootstrapping is incredibly crucial because you need to work out all the kinks in your company and strengthen the foundation and make sure that you're ready to you know, responsibly accept large investments. And we're fortunately at that stage where we've worked out a lot of different you know, production from you know, half production in the US, half production in China, to all in China where the bamboo grows, to um, making sure that our relationships are solid um, on the distribution level. So I think bootstrapping is absolutely vital. And you know, whether or not you want to uh, do it, that's, you know, your choice. And I decided that it was absolutely the way that I wanted to do things because that was going to make me a stronger CEO and a stronger, you know, founder of this company is to be able to speak to all aspects of the business myself. I think that's awesome. So, it's a great thing to think about, especially when you're talking about later on when you go to actually speak to investors, you have that experience oh yeah. in that entire like first couple of years in business, you're not running after investors, you're actually focusing on the product. Totally. And that's what they say. Focus on the product and getting it the most efficient as possible. Makes sense. Now, as far as your toothbrushes go, I mean, plus ultra, come on, that's like, <laughs> that's not, it's not bristle toothbrush or anything like that. It sounds like there's a lot of room for a whole other, you know, also, you know, lots of other cool product lines. So as far as plus ultra goes, you also have a really big mission. Yes. Uh, so tell us a little bit more about why, like what went behind the naming of this company and where you want to take it? Sure. Um, well, you know, we wanted to definitely create a company that was sustainable. Um, so it wasn't just focused on one product that it had room to grow. So that was one aspect that we, you know, wanted to make sure that we incorporated into the name. But, um, you know, the essence and the spirit of the company is all uh, products of utility for the greater good. So we wanted everything that we wanted to do with, you know, beginning with toothbrushes to be utilitarian based, practical, you know, beautiful, simple design, intelligent, all for, you know, philanthropic causes, you know, for the environment and making sure that, you know, we were responsible and sustainable. So um, that was kind of like the essence behind it. And, you know, it's also kind of, uh, it's important because when you're considering the consumers that are out there, they are now considering you know, their purchases. Every single purchase has an effect. So if it's a toothbrush, if you're purchasing a plastic toothbrush, you have to think about the you know, effects after you're done with using it for three months, you're throwing it away. Where does that go in two years? Where does it go in 100 years? You know, everyone in Los Angeles, if they're using plastic toothbrushes, where did those go in, in two years? Where did those go in 100 years? So you have to think about the bigger picture. And that's what we're starting to do as you know, a generation, as consumers. So um, we wanted to make sure we designed a company that could grow with that. Um, and just, you know, a little bit behind the name, uh, plus ultra means further beyond in Latin. 
And um, it was inspired from when I studied in uh, Spain abroad my junior year in college. It's the national motto of Spain. But where it comes from is Queen Isabella, she pointed to the ocean and she said, plus ultra. So find something else further beyond. Um, so we wanted uh, to have that name represent the essence of our company of discovery, exploration, and always you know, challenging what already exists to create something that's further beyond conventional design or conventional materials. I love that. <laughs> I know. I, know, I, I looking, love it too. <laughs> I was looking through your website and I had no idea about the whole meaning behind the, the name. I was always thinking like, that doesn't sound necessarily like you know, Colgate yeah. toothbrush type of a thing. But once you read, you read it, it's just a brand you really do fall in love with. So I thought it was really smart. Yeah, we're excited for all the future products and, you know, excited so to. Now you're talking about we. There was a question in the chat um, from Helen Griffin Jr. at Helen Griffin Jr. about the size of your team when you first got started. Did you have co-founders? I mean, we're talking about bootstrapping. So did you mm -hmm. have other people that helped you along the way? Um, well, you know, it takes a village to raise a child, and it takes a lot of friends, it takes a lot of family, so when I speak in we, I, you know, speak in everyone that's been involved, from my partner. Everyone that um, knows you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The team of Christina Ramirez and Plus Ultra. Um, but, you know, it's everyone from, you know, the people that you have work with you, my partner who helps, you know, she does all the branding, all the marketing, all the, you know, design with me, to all the freelancers that you hire to, you know, actually do the graphics work or do the taxes or do the quality control. It's like there's a lot of different aspects to a business. And, um, you know, although they may not be salary employees like a traditional company, they are part of Plus Ultra. They do get paid by Plus Ultra. They do, um, you know, represent Plus Ultra in the work that they do. So when I say we, it's just, it's an exciting thing to say we. So it is bootstrapping. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, I know you have an event to get to, so I want to make sure that we don't go over time too much. But I definitely want to talk about the design behind this product because you're not talking yeah. about just like a regular pink and white toothbrush that's in your holder. I mean, this one tells you that you look beautiful. And <laughs> the product packaging is very unique to us in terms of the, the colors that's used and even how the brush is placed. Absolutely. So did you use an outside firm or was that something that you and your partner specifically sat down and have, you know, thought through all of this? Because it's just a crazy amount of detail that's involved. I love your eye. You have an excellent taste. Um, but all the branding, all the design, all the creative has been done by myself and my partner. Um, we wanted to make sure that our brand stood out from other toothbrush companies and other companies in general. Um, also make it, you know, aesthetically pleasing to consumers and um, also environmentally friendly. So with those, we were tasked with combining um, you know, all of our thoughts to one piece of paper. So we sat there for hours and folded, folded, folded papers, cutting, cutting, Yeah, we cutting, have a picture of that. Up. I was looking through that. Yeah. So I mean, it's for hours, lots of different tries, creating um, a box that stood out in design, um, stood out from the shelf, stood out to the consumer, but was with one piece of paper without any glue adhesives. So you could literally open it up and pop it out like a box, like origami. So it took a lot of tries, but that just shows that you can do anything you put your mind to and you don't have to be a product engineer. Um, you know, definitely have those people to fine tune and tweak the quarter centimeters and everything. But 
Um, no, we we did it all over all ourselves, and you know, coming up with the logo and everything. See, we, I would have I thought for sure that you had some type of seed investment, and that you were working with some type of firm too. Until I I started looking through the photos on your Facebook page, and I was like, okay, and then you this, saw everything. This girl is legit. <laughs> this is yeah. awesome. So yeah. no, I think that's a great reminder too that just you know that saying, use what you have. Don't you know if it's something that you feel like is out of reach, it's just get creative with it. And I love the idea of that you. Were Sitting around with your partner folding paper for like oh hours at a time. I mean, like that should give you an idea of like everything from, you know, displays to the toothbrush packaging. You know, I flew to China personally to meet the factory quality control, everything, make sure that the lasering was correct on, you know, the toothbrush. So I know every aspect of this business. And I think it's really important for people that are, you know, starting their own companies to just, you know, do what's in their heart and not focus on the money and raising money. It's like, yeah, you know, money is important, you know, to pay the individuals that are doing it, but you don't need, you know, what everybody tells you that you might need. Just go with your gut, do the work yourself, learn how to do it. That way when you, you know, have to source it out that you know that the work is, you know, valued. You understand the work that goes, you understand, you know, why they're getting paid that amount. So, um, you know, well, and I hope I could go on and on about questions as far as the actual manufacturing of the product goes, but hopefully everyone will reach out to you. What's before we end? What's the best way that people can reach you? Um, you know, any way that they uh, feel is best for them. Um, Christina at liveplusultra.com is my email. So maybe if people have questions as far as manufacturing goes, they could they could. Sure. Yeah, I can tell them about manufacturing. I can tell them about retailers and margins. I can give them insight on factoring. I can give them insight on on anything really. Yeah. <laughs> I can, I'm a good soundboard, um, and you know, if I don't know, I can definitely help provide them with the contact that would be able to know and be able to help. Well, um, or it, they can uh, Twitter me or Instagram me. They can Twitter you. Yeah, <laughs> it's just as bad as I am. And go on the Twitter. And <laughs> I, 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 like my hobby is sleep. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> well, okay. So, Christina, as I, the last question I really, really wanted to ask you was about this: the, the demand of sustainable products. Because, I mean, with the way that you package your toothbrush, twenty-two dollars for a year of toothbrushes. That sounds affordable. That to me is like, oh, it's twenty-two bucks, and I'm set for a year. That sounds really great. And I don't, you know, I'm not sending a toothbrush to a landfill. On the right. flip side, there are a lot of products out there that are in the sustainability market that are like they're high end, they're high price point for something that you could get for half the price. So as far as the demand and and where you see the marketing go go for uh, sustainable products, uh, what's your opinion on that? Is that something that's going to be more in the majority in the near future? So our, if I'm understanding the question correctly. I know, I kind of asked that wrong. <laughs> no, it's okay. It, it, I think maybe you're wondering how we positioned our product as far as the pricing compared to the rest of the category. And then what I think about you know other brands and how they can combat. Yeah, know. so putting it in your product um, specifically, how did yeah. you price it and what were, what were your concerns as far as competitors go? And then also as far as the future goes, do you see more people moving towards the bamboo brush or the sustainable product versus the the cheaper alternative that's not necessarily even cheaper. Right. 
Thank you. Um, so to answer the first part of the question, um, we price our product competitive to other competitors. So we wanted to make sure that you know, with a brand new product and a brand new industry that we could introduce a product that they'd be comfortable with switching over to because it was similar to the price point of the you know, product that they're currently using. So we started there and then worked backwards into the production process to make sure that we could make um, the product at a point where we could then sell it. Um, and I don't know if you know the people out there are familiar with the term keystone. If you're not, look it up. But keystone is very important to production and to profit. Um, so making sure that you're making a product that is you know sustainable and profitable to you, but at the same time is you know uh, going to be competitive to your um, your ultimate competitors on the shelf. Well, and then sorry, the second question I think uh, do I think more people are going to you know lean towards uh, the greener products that may be more expensive or just green, greener products in general, you know, it, it always takes a little bit to warm up, you know, an industry. But once they realize the greater benefits and the longer term results, I think absolutely. Um, you know, when I was looking at bamboo toothbrushes, it was a product that was used in Australia, used in the UK, used in New Zealand, used in Sweden. And I was like, why don't we use these here? They're very intelligent, they're practical, they're pretty, and it's just a wonderful product. So that's why I you know, decided to, to introduce the bamboo here. But absolutely, you know, people are gonna be gravitating towards it because they see the bigger picture, you know, from global warming to landfills to you know, uh, more Texas in our oceans that are the size of Texas. So we all see and hear about it, and we all are trying to make longer term uh, you know, purchase decisions based on that. Awesome. Well, Christina, thank you so much for being on live with us tonight. I want to let you go on to your next event, but we're, I mean, the holidays are coming up. And one thing that I always purchase uh, in stockings is toothbrushes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else does that, but I, that's always been like growing up. I always get a toothbrush in the stocking and I do that for my husband and my son now. So where can everyone find you online? Uh, liveplusultra.com so it's L-I-V-E P-L-U-S-U-L-T-R-A.com or you can go to Whole Foods Market in California, Arizona, and Nevada, Hawaii and generally ask for it um, and uh, yeah feel free to email me if you know, you're having issues but uh, we're happy to, to sell stocking stuffers that was like one of our hugest you know, sellers last year so um, I appreciate your support and I think it's a fabulous idea for stocking stuffers and um, yeah, it's, it's a wonderful way to give to those you love and let them know that you're considering the greater good while doing it. Very nice. Well, thank you, Christina, so much. Thank you. All Have right. a good night, everyone. So everyone, we've just been watching Christina Ramirez. She's the founder of Plus Ultra. Make sure that you check her out at liveplusultra.com and follow her on Twitter. I just followed her on Instagram recently, and I don't even actually know if she's still on Plus Ultra on the on Instagram, but I always love following you guys there and seeing what's the, um, the goings on behind your businesses. So before we leave for the evening, I want to go ahead and bring Stacy back on from at the Stacy Harris and hear what's been happening on Twitter and the chat and any big takeaways from the event? Um, we had lots of people talking. Um, I, everyone's really excited about the sustainability. My big takeaway from the show and the thing I liked was go with your gut because I think we do, we hear a lot of noise. Um, and so I think that it's remember it's good to remember to trust your instincts. I think that's one of those big takeaways for me tonight. Yeah, I... <sighs> 
I don't know. I was just really excited to talk about the zero waste movement to to begin with. Um, but yeah. I was noticing on the chat some of the big takeaways were like her office, the um, the photo behind. <laughs> yeah, everybody wants that now. <laughs> I know it makes sense. Uh, but so the office, the picture behind, and then also um, the name. The idea that you name your company bigger for what your bigger mission is, not necessarily the product that you're working on yeah. today. I also liked when she talked about bootstrapping, but still being a we, because it really does. I mean, I know for me and my business, and I think probably the same is true for you, but kind of everybody in your life tends to be a part of that somehow. Like you get advice or you're getting feedback or you're, you know, you're asking their opinion on a product or a launch or where they, you know, find their information or like kind of everybody contributes. It takes a village. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. It definitely does take a village, and I tend to not though make it a village. And I think that's an issue um, for me personally is that I don't ask for help enough. Um, but and I tend to be a little bit more private with our company. But <laughs> I think that's a great point. Uh, but Stacy, so thank you so much for tweeting with everyone tonight under YF Entrepreneur and on YFE Chats. But like we were saying before the show started. At the Stacey Harris has a the Stacey Harris Hit the Mic podcast. Tell everyone where they can they can listen to that. You guys can find it on iTunes. It's Hit the Mic with Stacey Harris. Or if you go to my website, thestaceyharris.com, it's right there. Yay! All right, Stacey, thank Bye. you so much. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so hopefully we'll see you on next Thursday. Thursday, um, November, is it 14th or 15th? 14th. Is the, Okay, November 14th. Uh, we're going to have actually on Jessica Gold Newman and Catherine Doyle of DobbinClothing.com. I'm very excited for these guests. They were recommended to me by profession gal Meg Broussard. So definitely going to be good. And it's about the trend of the idea that people like custom things, uh, things a little bit more tailor fit. I mean, we're talking about glamour. This is definitely something that's going to be up that alley. So excited for next Thursday, same time, same place, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern here on YFELive.com. You can find replays over on YouTube and iTunes to find out the latest with everything we're doing, though. Make sure that you sign up for our mailing list at yfe.me forward slash nailed it so everyone thank you so much for coming this has been jennifer dono you can find me on twitter at jennifer dono tweet me and say hey uh and i will see you next thursday thank you